Good morning. Good morning, Twin Cities. This is your unbougie foodie, Wesley Wright. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. As always, I want to thank you and show my appreciation that you're taking the time out to listen to the Unbougie Foodie Show. Again, I'm here every Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on WEQI. I am actually Facebook living right now. So, hey, folks out there that are listening as well as seeing me on air, uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate that as well. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Facebook, please do so. You could find me at the Unbougie Foodie or Instagram, which is the underscore Unbougie Foodie. There is also Twitter, which, you know, like I always say, I never really rant about stuff. It is just a place where I'm sharing different points about food and my thoughts, ravings, whatever. <laughs> but uh, also, if you're interested in maybe leaving a comment or making a suggestion for the show or, or maybe you have a suggestion about someplace that you'd like to uh, either have showcased or talked about on the air, uh, please leave me a email as well at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. That's once again, theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. And yeah, I have to work things myself right here in the in the booth. And that's fine. I like that. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. Um, so just so everybody knows, I I do this by myself, which that's not a bad thing. I'm always happy to uh, have a guest or someone in, in I want to say the booth with me or at the radio station. Uh, I, I love that. So if you're interested in maybe being a guest uh, on air with me and you have maybe a food topic that you want to talk about please uh get at me you know you can again morning folks on facebook uh if you have questions leave it right there in the comment yeah right there so again thank you so much for tuning in uh i want to go ahead and jump into today's show um i you know there are a number of new places and i i feel like you know, we're in the, the time of people want to be indoors and be warm and so forth. So why not talk more and focus more about restaurants that are up and coming right now? Uh, Twin Cities uh, agent uh, agenda actually uh, put in a really great article about a number of places that are opening. And I'll mention a few of those. The one that I have probably talked about more than anything Uh, or in the past, most recently, too, is uh, Market House Collaborative. Um, Chef, local chef, uh, Tim McGee, uh, also a Minnesota's first James Beard Award winner. Um, He is the man with the plan. He really is. Um, Expansive dining experience is what he's trying to put together. uh, And he's created a hub for um, some of the uh, best eats in Twin Cities. So if you're uh, interested in finding someplace really unique that you could go to and get a really great meal. I mean, just like think of if you've ever been, I hope you've been to Midtown Global Market. 
Midtown Global Market is such a great example of like a food hall or where different cultures are brought together and given, you know, the public is given an opportunity to basically make their own choice on what they want to eat. And it could be like your entire family members. I mean, they could just disperse, (laughs) but not trivializing market house uh, collaborative, but market house collaborative is going to be in a lower town area uh, specifically, it will have right now. It has um, Almanac Fish Market, Peterson's Meats, uh, Octo Fish Bar, and then coming soon is going to be Salty Cart or Salty Tart. Sorry, Salty Tart, Salty Tart. Um, again, it's going to be in Lower Town, and if you're familiar with where the uh, Heartland uh, Restaurant was, Octo Fish Bar, it, it's going to be there. Um, Octofish Bar is going to be one of the standard places, you know, that you're going to be able to sit down and have more of a, a seafood dining experience. Um, Almanac is, you know, a fish market. Uh, they are, you could purchase fish there and then have it cooked at uh, the Octofish Bar as well. So, you know, they're working, uh, they're collaborating together. And, and so, of course, the reason why it's called Market House Collaborative um, as well. Um, the same thing with Peterson's uh, Meats. Um, you'll have an opportunity to purchase meat over there and then have it cooked <laughs> over at Almanac, which this is just a really great, supposed to be a really great experience. And personally, I have not gone there as yet, as yet, as yet. Uh, but I will, uh, and I will be give, able to give you more in-depth, um, maybe review or thought thoughts behind that when it comes to, you know, being at Market House Collaborative. There are going to be other places uh, and vendors that are actually going to be um, coming into uh, Market House Collaborative as well. So watch out for that. Um Salty Tart, by the way, you know, it's uh, again, it's has its own award winning baker, which is Michelle Gayer. Uh, we know that there is a Salty Tart that is already in um, the Midtown Global Market. Uh, and so this is going to be the third location. Um, you know, and she's very a, a renowned baker in the Twin Cities. So, again, this is going to be the third location for the Salty Tart. Uh, if you're not familiar um but visit uh, midtown global market to taste some of her wonderful pastries and baked goods uh, again top notch in the twin Cities. so if you've never had salty tart um yeah there's an opportunity for you to visit uh another we're talking on sweets so we'll move right into the next place which is rebel donut bar um and this is I guess this is a one place that has gotten, uh, I don't know, uh, really great reviews because of the fact that they're mini donuts. They're not your regular size donuts, so you know, don't get it, don't get it twisted, as they say. <laughs> these young people, um, these young people. I'm a young person. Everybody's out here is a young person. Sorry, um, it's kind of goofy. It's a weird day, folks. It's it's really overcast and everything. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
but Rebel Donut Bar, uh, it's serving up flights of, of mini donuts. Um, they started with a Kickstarter and also a GoFundMe campaign. Uh, and so they were, you know, finally ready to open up a storefront to the public. Uh, and they've done it here. Um, so very unconventional flavors. Um, you could certainly um, visit what Rebel Donut Bar dot com um, to see a number of their different flavors that are available um, you could order ahead of time so yeah definitely check them out I don't think I've has there ever been I don't think I've ever tried a donut flight before if anybody has let me know you know comment in the section there again I'm on Facebook live so if you're checking me out uh, or listening to me, or you don't have an opportunity to listen to me, <laughs> you could definitely uh, check me out on Facebook Live as well. Just saying hi to the world out there. So, uh, you could see that I'm wearing my Marvel shirt today. <laughs> so, again, thanks everybody that's uh, tuning in or watching. So, uh, another place is uh, Nolo's kitchen and bar again and we're talking about new and upcoming uh restaurants um and i should be telling you where addresses of these places and i apologize so we're gonna we're gonna go back a little bit so first off market house collaborative (laughs) we'll go to rebel first Rebel, they are located at 1226 2nd Street Northeast. That's Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55413. Again, uh, to learn more about them, uh, you can visit rebeldonutbar.com. Let's see. And I will get you uh, a marketplace uh, collaborative in just a moment. But uh, let me bring you information regarding Nolo's um, ki- Nolo's Kitchen and Bar. Um, they are, I'm sorry, uh, they are a, a re- apparently a restaurant um, that is has a remarkable repu- reputation as well. Um, they are going to be offering. It's just for the North Loop is where it's located and why it's called nolo um uh, kitchen and bar i've not been there before so i hope um if there's someone that has gone there you know maybe they might have some type of point that they could also bring out regarding it but it's described as being modern comfort food um you know for all three meals um that's breakfast lunch dinner um and I love how they've indicated that it's all with ingredients that your mother can pronounce. I love that. Um, interestingly enough, for those that are, you know, they are located at 515 Washington Avenue North. And that's Minneapolis 55401. Uh, for those that are interested in maybe having a adult beverage after their meal, specifically maybe after lunch or <laughs> Uh, dinner (laughs) they have another place that's right downstairs uh, which is called the basement bar 
um, again, I don't know if you would really kind of call it like a speakeasy. Speakeasy is, you know, kind of like a secretive place that people uh, find out or maybe they don't find out about it unless they, you know, maybe through friends or whatnot. Yeah, but you can go to find out more information about the basement bar by going to basement bar MPLS for Minneapolis uh, dot com and, and you can find out more information. Uh, but going back to uh, Nolo's Kitchen, they offer breakfast um, and Nolo's Kitchen dot com is where you could also visit uh, no find out more information about Nolo's. Uh, breakfast, a weekend brunch, and I'm just also looking at the weekend brunch um, as going along. But gosh, uh, some of the items that you know they're standards, as I said. But eggs Benedict, a toasted English muffin, smoked uh, porchetta, avocado spread, soft poached egg, hollandaise, and a side salad. They also have a smoked uh, salmon Benedict as well. Um, there are a number of omelets that you could have available. Um, so yeah, check them out. Another new place. Um, they're open. Um, weekend brunches are open Saturdays and Sundays, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Again, if you want to find out more information, definitely visit noloskitchen.com um, and you can find out. Look at their menu page. Trust me, look at their menu page. Mouthwatering stuff. So again, another new place. Here is, this is, I'm I'm hoping that I'm going to pronounce it correctly. Um, This is more of Asian fusion or Asian street food, we'll say. Uh, I think it's called Hai Hai, if I'm not mistaken. But they're saying that if you're, uh, you love and, you know, are a fan of uh, Olorepa in uh, Minneapolis, um, then you're going to be really excited about this project um, because the owners, um, they've taken on this project of offering Asian cuisine or Asian street food. Um, so it's described as being uh, a southwestern Asian street food restaurant and bar. Uh, it's supposed to be coming in uh, fall of 2017. Um, in high hai means 2-2 in Vietnamese. Um and it's saying that it's a nod to the building's past life at 22nd uh, Avenue Station, uh, which is you know also called the Deuce Deuce, uh, which was a dive bar and you know another type of uh, business. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Anyway, they uh, there is going to be uh, Asian-inspired dishes. Um, Chef Christian um, Christina um, Nguyen. Uh, you know, she's been growing up eating these types of meals and so forth. And so she's going to be offering them, you know, in this business or in this restaurant. Uh, and it's food from, you know, home cooking, you know, from family celebrations, uh, Vietnamese Sunday school basements, um, trips to South Asia, so on and so forth. Um and they will have standards too, like pho and pad thai. Uh, they're just trying to shine uh, more of a spotlight on uh, regional dishes. And so here they've provided 
or are providing now you know Asian cuisine so hoping that you're gonna look out for them if you would like to find out more again information go to hi hi mpls.com that's h-a-i-h-a-i mpls.com so if you're uh, wondering you know what type of cuisine is on the menu definitely visit their website because they have some mouth-watering stuff on their menu i just want to tell you (laughs) i'm not sure what that interesting it's like shrimp and bean sprouts and jicama and Maybe that's Thai basil. And I think that's Mandarin. It's just this wonderful picture. Sorry. I'm staring at the picture there. (laughs) Yeah. Make sure you go to Hi Hi. And I hope so. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, I'm I'm glad. I'm happy. If not, please, somebody let me know. Again, H-A-I-H-A-I. All right, so the next place, uh, this is going to be a multi-course Japanese-type uh, traditional dinner. Uh, this is, what is it called? Kaizeki Furukua. I'm not gonna, I butchered that. I totally butchered that. Uh, I'm that's kind of embarrassing. So someone's going to have to, I'm going to have to practice that. <laughs> but uh, as anyone knows, I love sushi. I love Japanese food. I, and I am so interested in finding new places around the cities. Uh, again, I just like to find out or taste different sushi spots. Uh, this is a new one that is actually going to be coming as well. Uh, the The website, if you again want to find out for them, is Kaizeki Furukawa. I'm gonna spell it K A I S E K I F U R U K A W A dot com. I don't like butchering people's names, especially when I practice and then, you know, I'm trying to for it to sound a bit more professional on the air. This is a business that I hope to go to and, you know, show some love to. Uh, They are located at 33 North First Avenue uh, in Minneapolis, 55401. Uh, The uh, founding chef and co-owner. Shigeyuki Furukawa. Uh, he was born in Japan and he became um, a chef in Tokyo. Uh, after he moved to Kyoto, uh, he worked as um, you know with master chefs um, and wanted to get a you know still got a better, deeper understanding of the type of cuisine. So it's been a lifelong dream of his to have his own restaurant, and it's coming true. So. Um, he did have one and actually interestingly enough uh, it says that after five years in development you know he, oh, he's going to be opening one open one to 2017 
um, at the address I mentioned, 33 North 1st Avenue, Minneapolis. Um, and it's on the second floor. I bring that out. So second floor. Um, the menu. I'm just looking at the menu. Uh, gosh. I've learned of some of these like uh, Island Anagi with uh, steamed mochi rice. Uh, dashi simmered taro. So it's it's Japanese fare, but you know if coming from it's a very short it's a short list. That's not to say that that's a bad thing. You concentrate. I think um, restaurants that are concentrating on the things that they really really know and they are able to as they say really wow people with those I I don't have a problem with that you know you don't need to have 40 different items on a menu if there are just it's just a one page menu or something I'm I'm good with that I will love everything that's on that one page and ask for other things over again so anyway getting off topic um, again there are you know um, Kaizeki Furukawa Kaizeki Furukawa uh, they are now open and it was one of those new restaurants again newest style of Japanese dining uh, within the Twin Cities um, it's again within a five year time frame that he's been in development and he's, now it's finally come to fruition um, so I'm quite sure that he's uh, um, we're certain that he's uh, excited and happy to have his own space. So if you really like Japanese food, which who doesn't I don't understand people that don't like seafood or Japanese cuisine. I love Japanese cuisine <laughs> anyway. Yeah, definitely visit uh Kaizeki Furukawa. See? I did practice, people. I did. Next. And I promised you a market collaborative, didn't I? (laughs) I'll get that for you. Okay, so first off, Market House Collaborative. You want to go to the website it is just as it, the name says. Uh, oh, wow. Maybe not. We'll find that out for you. We'll, we'll certainly find out. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Okay, there he is. Sorry, I had to take a moment to kind of. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's they're describing it as a food court. I don't really think it's a food court at all. I, I, a food hall is more of a, a likelier term, one that's more acceptable. Um, but they are located at two eight nine East Fifth Street. That's in St. Paul, five five one zero one. 
Um, it's going to have, again, as I mentioned, bakery, butcher shops, seafood eateries, all in, in an industrial type um, setting, which is going to be really cool if you, you know, be perfectly honest. Um, you will have that chance to, I mean, you could go there now. Wow. Um, you could definitely go there and enjoy the other restaurants that are, or the other food options that are there. Remember that, uh, what is it? Almanac is going to have the opportunity to cook those fish or meats for you. And you could dine and have a really great meal. So check them out. So, uh, again, that address is 289 East 5th Street. That's the St. Paul 55101. And they're open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. So if you're interested, definitely go down and check out uh, Market House Collaborative um, and any of those restaurants or food options that are going to be available in the food hall. So. All right. So let's I'm going to tell you about uh, there is a an event that is coming up. And it is called the Soul Food Reimagined Soul Bowl. And if you've never heard about this uh, before, I know I haven't. So I'm excited about it. Uh, But Chef uh, Jared Class, uh, and he has done pop-ups like this before, there's going to be it's going to be neo soul food uh, create as they described it neo soul food created for the urban millennial um, so it'll be customizable very convenient um, it's going to be offering comfort food um, you know he's taken soul food that he grew up with and he's added maybe an urban twist to it um, he's using unique flavors as well as techniques uh, to present the soul food in a more modern type of atmosphere. Uh, flavorful, still healthy, um, eye-catching. Um, so you have an opportunity to attend this. Uh, you could order certain items, and that's what they're saying, that it's customizable. You could order certain items, mix and match uh, how your cuisine, how you'd like your cuisine. Uh, and it's, it's actually quite interesting. And I was looking at a menu the other day. I don't know if anybody else saw that menu. Hmm. I'm hoping anybody saw that menu. I'm trying to find that menu. <laughs> anyway, uh, first off, it is going to be located at 2015 North Lowry Avenue in Minneapolis. Uh, it is going to take place uh, November 11th from 5 p.m. I think. Hi, Barb. Uh, that's going to be from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on the 12th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. So. I was so disappointed at first. I all, all I saw was the November 11th. Admittedly, <laughs> I was too excited, and I saw the the 11th, 
and I didn't pay attention to the 12th because I had plans on the 11th and I'm like, no, I'm going to miss it. <laughs> and then I looked in further. <laughs> if I paid attention, I need to focus. <laughs> uh, it is November 12th is also going to be a second opportunity for you to uh, participate or to attend Soul Bowl. Man, I'm so disappointed in myself because I saw I had this menu and I cannot find it. Oh my goodness. It's it's incredible, people. Uh, I was noticing the menu uh, and goodness. There it is. I found it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, so if you go to on, on Facebook, I'll, I'm sorry being all excited and jumping all around the place but if you go to um, Soul Bowl, uh, if you look for Soul Bowl uh, online or on Facebook, you will see the event and some of the items that they have like on the menu uh, base, it is guy cauliflower mash, uh, roasted cauliflower parmesan, uh, russet potatoes um, and it's three dollars uh, Minneapolis mac and cheese. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> uh, floor tree dirty rice, uh, roasted mushrooms, onions, Old Bay. Uh, yeah, I love this. So you could, when you go there, you'll see the different uh, menu items. So. I mentioned the base and it was for $3. So those three things that I just mentioned, um, I didn't mention all of them. I didn't mention the cornbread. I'm sorry, cornbread dressing. Those four items that are listed there are $3. So again, you have items that you could choose from and pick and choose and say, this is what I want. Um, there's a $5 um, meats. There is turkey, uh, smoked turkey, uh, fried chicken, um, braised beef and a dinner roast. Now, I wanted to also mention, interestingly enough, he um, for this event, they're mentioning that they are proud because recognizing that sometimes there are individuals that are vegan or they there's a certain type of meat that they might that might not consume. Um, they are very proud of the option that they have that they do not cook with pork and they also provide um, a vegetarian or provide vegetarian options um, so you can pair that with you know all of the different items that they have available um, again wonderful opportunity to have customizable a customizable customizable menu um, so definitely check out the soul bowl uh, that is going to be on november 11th uh, and on november 12th so november 11th is going to be from 5 to 9 p.m on november 12th it is going to be from 12 to 5 p.m um, and that is once again going to be at going to be is going to be at 2015 north lowry avenue in minneapolis so yeah, check them out. Remember, people are thinking about going. I'm one of them. <laughs> Just if anyone's interested. <laughs> yeah. 
thank you so much uh everyone for that has tuned in and said hello uh or left a message or liked um me while i'm working here at the station you can kind of tell that i'm behind the mic uh audience listeners that are listening over the radio again thank you as well for tuning in uh, listening to the Unbuji Foodie um, I hope to actually offer um, I don't know different uh, further subjects last week's subject I, I don't know if you missed or had opportunity to listen to last week's uh, topic or subject um, I had a young woman by the name of uh, Morgan Chang uh, in and now a friend of the show so thank you Morgan um, but our mutual uh, friend Aaron Gabriel introduced her and we had a really great um, discussion about culinary cultural appropriation and yeah, I, we delved into that subject me knowing that uh, again I am no I wouldn't say that I am a person that is trying to tell you the best place or I know where the best place is um, because I'm not really I'm not from a specific type of culture. Now, mind you, Caribbean, uh, Belizean. Yes, that I will actually stay with because. Yeah, I can tell you about some good oxtail around the cities. <laughs> it's just if you're interested. And oxtail, don't be afraid of it if you want. If you're interested, you could kind of, we could probably get together and have some type of lunch or go out and find some place that, uh, as a suggestion, my suggestion, that you can experience oxtail for the first time. Fall off the, fall off the bone meat. Uh, good rice and beans. Uh, yeah, you, if you're if you're not familiar with good places like that, yeah, you need to listen to the show and you'll find out a whole lot more information. Anyway, last week, um, no, no way at all. Am I trying to be the person to say this is the best place in town? This is the best sushi place in town. This is the best uh, German place in town. Again, I could tell you of a great experience. Uh but not being from that culture or whatever, I, yeah, I, I, I prefer not to be that person to say, yeah, that. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Lashawn. <laughs> Hope. Uh, thanks for tuning in or checking it out. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I love talking to people, <laughs> friends and family, new ones. Anyway. The subject of culinary cultural appropriation. I'm not going to go very much further into it since we discussed it last week. But again, I encourage you, if you've not uh, heard last week's um, uh, episode uh, or discussion that we had, please take a a listen. And I would love to find out your opinion. Um, Feel free to send me an email uh, at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. Uh, leave a message on my uh, Facebook page um, letting me know what you think how you're feeling about that you know uh, it's it's great uh, to hear others uh, opinions and just get their own their perspective on that subject 
I know that it seems like, you know, we talk about cultural appropriation, just um, society or human to human base or how do I put it? Just on the level of how one group of individuals treats another group of individuals based on perhaps their actions, the way that they, the way that they dress, the way that they take on different styles. Um, yeah. And it does actually happen in food as well. And, you know, that's something that's, uh, it's a great conversation piece. And if you want to discuss that with people, yeah, you can certainly, that's one that could go on for hours. I wish I had hours to do that uh, last week, too. Uh, But that is why I encourage you to get involved. Uh, Give me a call uh, either at the uh, radio station, you know, with your thoughts or comments. Uh, I believe you can do that by dialing 651-200-3479. Again, 651-200-3479. Um, yeah so if you have any type of viewpoints on that please let me know I mean I if I don't get a chance to speak with you on air uh, don't let the conversation stop you could certainly reach out to me um, by contacting me on Facebook again or uh, the unbougiefoodie at gmail.com and we could have that conversation you never know. You might be invited to be a guest um, on an upcoming show uh, to expound more on that subject of culinary cultural appropriation. This is a food show. And so I'm wherein I do talk about social issues, specifically ones that are affecting the food world or realm Uh, is what I'm trying to bring to you and hoping that you're uh, appreciating that uh, information. So I would love to hear your viewpoints and your opinions on that. Thank you so much again, folks that are all tuning in and saying hello and your reactions. I appreciate that. This is probably the first time really that you've seen me or heard me on the air that's different but if you've seen me i'm you know doing facebook live so check me out um on the unbougie foodie um if you're ever interested um i'll try to do more of these uh along with me being on air engagement engagement you could always feel free to ask me a question down below um again i'm uh, open for questions as well uh, or maybe just a comment just say hi if you wanted to. Okay. Okay, so I'm moving on. Moving on. There is. And this, you know, I. It's interesting that, you know, some of the places that, uh, you know, I've talked about in the past. I I don't know. I, I won't say that they're just being that they're being brought up <laughs> in certain 
publications or whatever. I, I'm not at all saying that I am the first and for, foremost person to find something because I think everyone does research across different lines of media and finding what is upcoming. But uh, I will say that uh, in the Pioneer Press, Twin Cities Pioneer Press talks about five Twin City restaurants to get excited about. Um, one of them was uh, Kayachki. I believe that's right. It's the Japanese restaurant um, that is going to be in Lower Town. Uh, I have not had the opportunity to go to um, where it currently is. It's taking over the spot. It has taken over the spot that was former formerly Tenpopo. Um, so if you're familiar with Tampopo, then you know that this uh, new Japanese restaurant is now taking its place. Um, it, there is one in the Kingfield neighborhood in Minneapolis, but uh, it is coming to St. Paul, Lower Town area. And that's going to be what really they're aiming for mid-November to be open. And they're supposed to be at, again, the address of 308 East Prince Street. Uh, if you want to find out more information um, about them, you can certainly go to um, Kayachki and look at their menu. It shows. Gosh, why? I shouldn't be looking at food like this in the morning when I'm I'm starving. <laughs> uh, I've got, you know, they are well-known for supporting sustainable seafood uh, and they offer a number of different items that are on the menu. Some new items that um, I'm quite sure that they're proud of. Red red snapper, um, sea urchin. That's something I haven't had just by the way. Sea urchin. Um, But again, sustainable um, by indicating that they're supporting sustainable uh, um, seafood um, they are making the choice to help protect our environment. Uh, and they mentioned that their goal uh, of their sustainable seafood program is to increase the availability of sustainable seafood in the Twin Cities uh, and to cr- increase awareness of sustainable um, seafood issues throughout Minnesota. So if you are uh, interested in finding out, well, um, what type of endangered um if they are offering any type of endangered um, uh, seafood uh, or fish or whatnot, yeah, uh, you could definitely go on their website and find out specifically. Um, there is a link to the uh, Mont- Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch um, that they abide by. They use that. I want. I don't want to say. It, they use that as a guideline basically on the different types of fish that they are actually offering uh, f- and preparing for their um, cuisine um, they abide by that uh, that seafood watch um, and the best choices the good alternatives and what you should be avoiding so definitely you know check them out uh, they're going to be again uh, they're going to be located Oh, 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 oh. They're going to be located at 308 
East Prince Street uh, in St. Paul. And that's Kayachi. I think I said Kayachki. <laughs> Kayachi. So. Surly Brewer, a Surly um, Pizza Place. Um, you know, they've been busy. They've in, been installing a wood fire oven to serve pizzas and again apparently creative uh, pizzas we know that sadly the brewer's table closed uh, and rather than letting the space go to waste uh, time to reinvent and that's what they're doing so they are Again, making these modifications to that uh, restaurant area uh, and installing that wood-fired um, oven so that they can create, apparently, creative dishes, uh, specifically about pizza. Now, they're supposed to be opening mid to late December. Uh, if you're not familiar with where um, Surly Brewer Brewing is located, uh, it is 520 Malcolm Avenue Southeast um, that's Minneapolis. Um, again, 520 Malcolm Avenue Southeast, and that's in Minneapolis. So, never fret. I know it's not the same thing. Um, they are still going to be offering food options. So, if you're definitely interested in supporting Surly as they go through this change and transition into offering a different type of food than before, then definitely make sure to go out and visit them in mid to late December. They'll be open. I mentioned about Salty Tart. So these, I wanted to go a little bit further into that. Uh, you know, they're going to be in the Market House Collaborative. Uh, and again, this is just coming from a perspective of the Pioneer Press. Um, they are supposed to be having a target uh, date of November 13th when they're going to be opening in the Market House Collaborative. So you don't have to, you can go to Midtown Global Market if you've never been just to try to check them out and see what they're about. Please, ye, great pastries, just off the chain, actually. I mean, I'm sorry, I know. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. Um, presentation and every is everything, as you probably have heard me say many times before. But uh, to actually taste and place one of these pastries on your palate and let it just envelop you. <laughs> yeah, you have to experience it to understand it as well. So Salty Tart, um, again, visit SaltyTart.com if you want to find out more information about them, uh, do that. The last is Parlor Bar. Parlor Bar uh, is from, a, you know, is apparently from a chef. His name is Chef Mike DeCamp. They are going to be uh, at West 7th Street. And apparently, let's see, it's 267 West 7th Street in St. Paul. Um, that's where the restaurant is going to be. Parlor 
there is one already in Minneapolis, which is at 730 North uh, Washington Avenue. But the one in St. Paul makes it convenient so that, yes, people in St. Paul can enjoy an opportunity for a really great meal as well as maybe some adult beveraging for you. you Pre-gaming, if you want to go say, you know, you have an event and you need to uh, have something that is will quench your thirst before going into your event. Maybe at the wild, maybe, you know, just at the XL Energy Center uh, and you don't want to really have to pay for an exorbitant amount of a, of a beverage <laughs> you can start on the outside and then know that okay I'm only paying for my ticket to get in or yeah that's it <laughs> anyway uh, they are again going to be located at 267 West 7th Street so again more uh, places new restaurants again those are uh, there was a five or four that I gave you oh there's a there's the fifth one. I'm sorry, I forgot about the fifth one. <laughs> Maya, or yeah, Maya Cuisine. Maya Cuisine is a scratch Mexican uh, cuisine. It's going to be opening uh, two spots. One is going to be a sit-down restaurant, full service. That's going to be in the Rosedale Center. That's in, yeah, I want to say in my neck of the woods. <laughs> I mean, but there is also, you know, uh, a food court stand that's actually going to be available in the mid, uh, excuse me, the Maplewood Mall. Um, I like a sit down restaurant. No, believe me, no knock on uh, the food court. But uh, certainly, you know, it will offer you uh, um greater opportunity fuller menu (laughs) again full service (laughs) at uh, Rosedale Center so I'm looking forward to that Uh, that's supposed to be happening at the end of November Uh, the one the Rosedale at Rosedale Center is going to be 502 Rosedale um, and that is in Roseville uh, Minnesota the one in Maplewood the food court uh, is 3001 White Bear Avenue, uh, that's Maplewood. So there you have it. Uh, the five uh, Twin Cities restaurants that you know they're encouraging us to get excited about, and they'll be opening before uh, the end of the year. We'll definitely f- um, find out more information um, you know, by visiting Pioneer Press or the each of those websites on the websites for each of the restaurants that I mentioned so yeah gosh sometimes you you talk your way to the end of a show (laughs) god thank you so much again uh, for tuning in people Um, I really do appreciate it you know it's around this time that we talk about my favorite uh, thing and so today it's just going to be one it's just going to be one get your Groupon so I, I don't know if anybody has actually been to to Jake's I, I have been to Jake's probably a few years ago um yeah I liked it 
it there was I think there was a a chocolate cake that they had that was magnificent. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's still the same thing. But for this, we are going to say that for twenty four dollars, you could get forty dollars worth of food. Uh, again, that's at Jake's City Grill. That is in Maplewood. And if you're wondering, they are located specifically. Come on now. <laughs> 17. There was a pause somewhere with trying to bring up the address. 1745 Beam Avenue East. Uh, again, Maplewood, Minnesota 55109. Um. Yeah. $24, though. I mean, that's a really great price. Uh, it really is, I think. For $40 worth of food, that's 40% off. Nearly 50 But, so the one specifically um, in Maplewood, again, it's 40 uh, excuse me, $40. It's valid Sunday through Thursday. It's $24. So, take a look. And go ahead and check them out. I mean, they have a wonderful menu. Uh, really great dining experience. Now, got to keep in mind, there are certain limitations. One, as you know, with every Groupon that I've ever mentioned, there's always some type of fine print or expiration. Um, here, this one, this expires November 30th. Uh, and you'll have to go and check out the Groupon specifically because, again, there are still some limitations as to what you could actually use it on. And I'll give you an example. Uh, yeah, they're not valid on happy hour specials and on the all-you-could-eat crab legs. So... You can't go there <laughs> thinking, I have a Groupon and I'm going to do the crab legs. All you can eat. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> so anyway, it's certainly uh, visit. Uh, you can visit their website, which is jakescitygrill.com. If you want to find out more information about their menu, check them out. Definitely check them out. Wow. So that's our get your group on. Thank you all so much for tuning in uh, to today. Those that have tuned in, you know, Facebook Live, I really do appreciate it. Uh, those have, that have tuned in through their radios, through other social medias such as uh, or networking, such as uh, the TuneIn app. Thank you so much. Um, again, you could check me out every week right here on WEQY again 104.7 the voice of the east side I am your host Wesley Wright uh, as I end every show uh, again I do want to thank you but also then encourage you never to let anyone tell you what kind of foodie to be because really it is all about the food until next time peace peace